Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. He's got his younger brother. It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 400 and... Oh, crap. Did I put five or six? Scott, which episode is this? Uh, What are you asking me for? That's your job. Crap. I think I forgot to update the notes. This is 406. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're, I failed the test. We're very professional over here. Oh, I know. It's 406. There we go. Yeah. Of the Fully Possible Wrestling Figure Podcast. My name is Jeff. Sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. And Scott, joining us this week, sitting in for the show, is the one of the most creative creators out there in the wrestling figure community, Nate, a.k.a. Ring Skirts. Hi, Nate. Caw, pricks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were the crow. I knew you. <laughs> no, I'm humbled. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were a crow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to send stew after you. <laughs> Is it a stretcher? <laughs> <laughs> it's his favorite. Nate, how you been, man? Doing excellent, man. Can't complain. Beautiful time. Oh, it is a beautiful time. What's been new in your world? Like anything new? Any? How's the family? Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> I was talking with Jeff before we recorded. Had a little accident with the boy. He had a fall and. Busted oh, no. his teeth up, and we had to go to the oh. ER and emergency dentist. But he's doing okay. He bounced back real quick. He just looks a little funny, which Aww. that's going to happen. But outside of that, out of all the problems in the world, if that's the only one we have, we're doing pretty well. The life of boy parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. This kid just, he, he's like one of those vibrating wrestlers. He's constantly shaking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's mom's favorite. And he's mom's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm useless. And I didn't like those vibrating wrestlers. <laughs> oh, I need therapy. <laughs> we all do after getting those. <laughs> and and your son went through a coffee table, but the, luckily it was not a glass coffee table. So uh, no glass was shattered. You know, it wasn't bingo hall type stuff. That's right. He's still <laughs> hardcore, though. He's still a hardcore for taking that bump. Man, kids are regular Chris Farley. I told him, you can't be doing that shit when there's only two people in attendance. It's not worth <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My kid ain't working for a hot dog, damn it. <laughs> uh, Nate, would you like to get any plugs out of the way? Um, If you want to follow me, ring skirts on pretty much everything. Ring skirts. If you need ring skirts made, I do that on the side. Give me a DM and I can get your rings looking nice and pretty. What was the last one you did? It's been a couple months. Uh, it wasn't for myself. It was for somebody else. I haven't made one for myself in years because I pretty much made all the ones I need already. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that you have in your collection that is absolutely gorgeous, it's the WrestleFest Arcade. And it's it's a shrunken down toy. Yeah, sure. Did you make that? Well, uh, Curb Stomp Customs sells the decals for them. 
Okay. So I bought the arcade box and applied the decals. That's one yeah. of my favorite things. Now, out of all of the things that you have in your collection, like, for example, the MSG microphone that Finkel would talk into that's over your left shoulder right now, the uh, Hulk Hogan uh, album helmet or the uh, hard hat, that little arcade is one of my favorite things that you have in your collection. So I've always been curious where you got that from. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of got the saw that he had the logos and there are... Uh... Oh, what is it? Minecraft, I think, made the little arcade units. So he just makes the labels that you put over top of them. So it's not too hard. It uh, The more you do it, the, the better you get with practice. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd probably have to send them all to Scott since he's the decal guy. Of the I was, I was about to say, if I was to ever do that. <laughs> I retired. I retired. I'm much I too old. I would have to take it to Scott and say, hey, can you put the decals on, dude? <laughs> put the stickers on, dude. I originally I originally looked into them because I I did the uh when I got the Doc Hendricks figure. Uh-huh. I did the Slam Jam Studio. <laughs> so in the Slam Jam Studio, he has the WrestleMania the arcade game arcade unit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have to have the arcade unit. <laughs> By the way, when that Doc Hendricks figure came out, I think I heard the yell and the scream and the celebration from Pennsylvania. <laughs> it was a little bit like well <laughs> and i could tell by the yells that it wasn't chad ecto young i knew it was you right away <laughs> yeah that's me uh, so jeff you nailed it with nate like in terms of creativity definitely one of the most creative people in the fig life community in the wrestling figure community uh if you had to pick a favorite that he has in his collection and he sets that he's done. What would be yours? And I'll go first. Mine is the WrestleMania nine set gun to head. If I had to pick one, that's my favorite. That's like trying to pick your favorite pet, your dog or your favorite kid, all that stuff. There's so many. I know there's so many different sets that Nate's done that you're just, you're just in awe of. So give me a one and a one a. Okay. So I agree with you with the WrestleMania nine set. So much attention to detail. And that's what gets me is every time you look at it, you're like, oh, he put that little detail in. You kind of catch something different every time you like zoom in on a picture, you really examine it. It, It's insane to me the amount of knowledge that Nate has. It's And then that knowledge being poured into something for wrestling figures. I love it. And and I'm 100% here for it. I appreciate that. That that Mania 9 set is the most detailed thing. I've ever done because out of any of the sets I've done, that show had so many unique things that they put into the design of it, you know, mm-hmm. and there there's stuff in there that I think a lot of people have never even noticed, like little things that I just put in for myself, you know, <laughs> <laughs> did you make a you- list? So in case you ever like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I did put that in there. Do you have a, a tally sheet of all your Easter eggs? <sighs> In the words of Pee Wee in the end of his movie, I lived it, man. <laughs> so ah, I got all of you know it. <laughs> so so one of the details I like to share with people that a lot of times they don't notice is the uh the guardrails. So each guardrail at the show had these like translucent overlays on them. One with the WWF logo with like I don't know, gold olive leaves or something like that for the Caesar theme. And then the other had like the Caesar's Palace head. And those oh. are on every single 
guardrail. So I printed these out on like overhead transfer paper, cut them out, popped holes in them, and used wire to wire those things on every single guardrail on that set. Unbelievable. And see, that's what I'm talking about. The attention to detail, the workmanship that goes into this. I mean, it's just incredible. I I try to figure out as a a fellow family man, Nate, like how you find the time to do that, much less put all of that detail into it. It blows my mind, dude. I, I look, cheers to Nate. Like you are doing the Lord's work, my friend. Like the stuff that you put out is just, it's incredible to me. I wish I had even an ounce of that creativity. Seriously. That was but, before children. Yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> but still. <laughs> by the way, by the way, just for reference, Scott is drinking Los Guerreros beer, which is Chavo Guerrero's beer. And Nate is having a healthy glass of apple juice. Yes, definitely. Yeah, we'll go with that. Some say it's scotch. I I'm looking at it. It looks like (laughs) apple juice. Have a big swig, Jeff. Try some. Oh no, I'm okay. Thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) You Uh, drink apple juice. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Now, my one A, I did love his Lex Express bus that he did. Yes. I'm saying he like he's not on the Zoom call with us right now. But (laughs) (laughs) but no, the Lex Express bus was one of my favorite. But there is a backstory to Nate. Help me out. Which set was it where I kept pushing you? Oh, yeah. Your fault. That's the Raw's War set. The Raw's War stage where you put the uh, projector behind it or whatnot. I made it without a projector. I just had the Tron. Right. I showed it to you because I like kept you updated as I was going along because that was motivating for me. And you're like, the Tron's going to work, right? I was like, no. <laughs> Tron's not gonna work. What kind of an insane person needs the Tron to work? Uh, we know. And I went guys. to bed. And I went to bed, or I tried to go to bed, and I couldn't sleep. I said, "Damn it, the Tron has to work." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, how are you gonna make the Tron work?" Like, I'm curious how you know is it is it gonna sit behind it? Is there a clear like projector or something? And you're like, "No." There is no Tron. This <laughs> this is basically it. And I'm like, oh. And then it's like, have a good night, prick. <laughs> so to be fair, the way my mind works, I go to I, I graduated high school in 2001. Um, so technology was changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm in my first college class, and it's the first time they had a I was in a room with a smart board and they're projecting things on the smart board. And I'm just like, I can make a Titan Tron out of this, <laughs> this projector. <laughs> so I, I go on eBay, I look for projector costs and it's like $7,000. And I'm like, well, that's not happening. <laughs> so at the time when I was putting that together, I had the idea to, to use the projector, but I was like, there's no way I'm paying, but, Prices fell quite a bit over the last decades, and it's much more affordable now. Uh, still one of my favorite stories of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, do you think if Mattel, because we did see the raw stage, um, kind of a rough proto of what it could be from Mattel when we did the tour back in March or April. Um, do you think that if they bring that out, there will be some sort of projector-like feature for the Tron? Well, you spoke with the guy that was working on the Tron stage. Did he say that there was 
at that time, we don't know if we're ever going to get it now because of the nitro stage. But did he say that there was going to be any? It was way too early. And that was just kind of a rough proto. They were really focused on the nitro stage. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm thinking that they would have to, right? Yeah, they would have to. It would be way better than the Titan Tron live stage. Yeah, but it would be way more expensive too. I think we're a good three years away from that from Adele. Well, if they ever decide to go that route. Well, no, I'm thinking that they do. You know, they throw us a couple softballs and we talked about this a week or two ago. You know, they throw us a couple softballs, guaranteed funds, and then year three, they throw a stage back at us again. But I think honestly, like an Attitude Era raw stage will have no issue funding. Nate, what do you think? I'd love it. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I was pretty disappointed with how it all shook out last time. Now, remind me, what was the price point on the WCW stage? Do you remember? That was 500. It was 500? Okay. Was it, or 400? Four or five. I thought it was 400. May have been 400. So, yeah, I think it was 399, and then shipping and all that brought it to like 430 or something like that. And what was the minimum on it again? That was 5,000 because we 5, hit. 000? Yeah, it was 5,000 yeah, because 5, we had it. We had to hit yeah. 39. We got to like 39.76 or something like that. Wrestling yeah. fans, I don't get it. So I just I just backed um Haslab did their second Ghostbusters crowdfund. Oh, what is it? I saw that. They had, they had done the Proton Pack right a year or two ago, right? So now they did it's a combination of the uh Ghost Trap and the PKE meter. Oh. And I I think they said it met its ground you know, to get it produced funding within like two or three days. $300 price point, 10,000 was the minimum. So they, they got to 10,000 within two or three days. What's wrong with us? (laughs) Well, yeah, it makes you question. Are people just, are people just soft on WCW? Is there not a big WCW market? Like we all thought that there would be. I just go back to the theory and I forget who I, who I first heard mention it, but it's the idea that there's a lot of wrestling stuff to spend your money on. True. When when it comes to a property like Ghostbusters, if you're a big fan of it, you don't have that much to spend your money on. Good point. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. And that the fans are like, I got budget for it. That kind of goes back to the, um, what did super seven do? The uh, Thundercats layer. Yeah. The Thundercats layer that fun in no time. Yeah, that's what we were kind of saying is there's not much Thundercat stuff out there. Exactly. But like to your point, Nate, there's so much wrestling stuff out there that. And that holds water with G.I. Joe as well, because Super 7 is doing that crowdfund right now for that big Cobra ship. And that has not funded yet as far to the best of my knowledge as of today has not funded yet. Well, you can get G.I. Joe from Hasbro. You can get it from Super 7. You can get it from 3-0. There's a number of places that make G.I. Joe merch. Right. Just like to Nate's point, there's a lot of places that make wrestling merch. But, you know, with Ghostbusters, it's like one place. So, yeah, maybe there is some truth to that, that depending on how much of that particular merch is out there, crowdfunds either stand a great chance or they don't stand much of a chance at all. What's it at for the the G.I. Joe thing? Uh, I don't know what the cap is and I don't know how many it's at right now, but it as to the best of my knowledge, has not funded and they actually missed an early bird, too. So it was like, if we have so many by this date, Mm -hmm. you all get like Cobra parachutes or something like that. And that came and went and it didn't fund. That's never a good sign. No, No, it's not. No, because the early bird doesn't hit. Yeah, that means that means everybody that funds it has FOMO. 
And everybody yeah, that yes. was thinking of funding it has the FOMO already. Yeah. Do you think anybody has the FOMO for the WCW stage? I mean, I, I still have it. <laughs> I still like, I'm like, it turned from like a fear to an anger. <laughs> well, okay. How about the people that didn't back people it? Do you, yeah. Do you think that they have the FOMO? Like, obviously the people that did back it, we all are, are experiencing the sadness. Like you said, Scott, the anger, you know, stuff like that. Do you think the people that were like on the fence, do you think they're like, oh man, I wish no, I they probably have relief because a, they saved 400 and something bucks. And B, they don't have to worry about it hitting the secondary market and having to pay those prices either for the figures or the the stage itself. Touche. But I think it sucks because they've got the Monday Night Wars figures coming out. They've yeah. got the Monday Night Wars ring coming out. All of this lends itself to figure photographer heaven with a stage, a ring, all of the players. It just it, it sucks for all of us that are wrestling figure fans that want to kind of recreate that whole Nitro era can't be done now and i don't know that that's ever going to get revisited honestly that stage i think it's just dead and gone if you want to be optimistic for a minute though there's another way of looking at this maybe it was the wrong time maybe releasing that large item at the beginning was too much but maybe after there's been a legacy of the monday night war stuff at retail and people have collected it maybe everybody that's already gotten their buy-in there Maybe they, they do it again down the road and those people will be more likely to say, yeah, I'm invested now. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Nate, and I hope that is what happens. But Jeff and I have talked too. It seems that they, like they've got the timing right when they do their crowd funds. They seem to have it centered around a big four pay-per-view. Uh, but do you feel that instead of just doing a brief mention on like an NXT, that they should really put the WWE machine behind these crowd funds to garner interest on their television programs? Yeah. Absolutely. And Seems like a no-brainer, right? I feel like it's been a problem for years between the toy makers and WWE. I mean, I don't know. You guys know better than I do. How often was LJN advertised? I know they had the figures on the programming sometimes. I feel like Hasbro was decently advertised, like on the videos and things like that when you rented videos. But I feel like when Jax came along... I remember seeing some bone crunching commercials or bumpers right. or tie-ins once in a while, not very often, but once you got to the ruthless aggression age, I don't ever remember seeing that stuff on mm -hmm. the program. Yeah. It was almost like their target audience was too cool for figures yeah. or too cool for wrestling toys. So they just abandoned ship. But I mean, you mentioned the LJNs. It was constant on Saturday mornings. You know, you'd get it at the beginning, you'd get it at the end. And every once in a while you'd see a commercial during the show. And so it was constantly like, I don't want to say ram down your throat, but like, hey, kids, we have toys. And I, I feel it was the same way during the Hasbro era. I think it needs to get back to that. And it was um, in our Facebook group. Steve Hoker had put a commercial on there that they just recently showed for Mattel. Yes. There definitely yeah. needs to be more of that. There needs to be a drive because there are a ton of kids collecting these things. Let's make commercials for those kids. So that years down the road, they're going to be like, guys, remember that really cool ass Mattel commercial that came out and they did this and that. Like we look back fondly on like Macho Man opening his entrance robe and he's got all of the Macho Man figures inside. Right. Like we look back <laughs> fondly on that, like give the kids today those memories for years down the road. Get those commercials back out there. And when you've got a crowdfund, mention it on your shows, because guess what? It's probably going to take two weeks for something of the magnitude of like the Nitro stage to fund. If you've got the machine behind it. I don't I don't think there's going to be any problem getting funding on those projects. 
and even if it's not heavily pushed, I mean, the subtle thing of primetime wrestling, having them on the desk, yes. they didn't always yes. mention them. They didn't always do anything with them, but they were there and they, they were, were there. there sometimes on a weekly basis, you know? So I'm not going to be happy until Michael Cole on his desk has like the whole new gen arena set up <laughs> on his desk. And yes. I want him and like somebody else playing with it during the middle of a match. That doesn't matter. Yes. Replace the Mountain Dew bottles with figures. <laughs> exactly. That's a great point. And honestly, before like their pre-shows, their pre-shows, yes. they exactly. have that huge desk and they only have like four people at it. Put a ring in there. Put the cane. Absolutely. Oh, like when the Kane Ultimate... Give me a uh, ticket. I will set it all up. It'll look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, please. By the way, going back, I think even WWE was embarrassed by Jack's Bone Crunchers, so I think that that's why they didn't put them... <laughs> How dare you, dude? You're going to get hate mail for that. I don't care. So you're going to get a lot of hate mail for that, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do like the the guy on Twitter who uh, pushes the Bone Crunchers. I do like him. He's a really cool dude. But uh, Oh, so those... you like the guy that talks about them. You just don't like the Bone Crunchers. No, those figures were trash. <laughs> Vintage Jacks BCA, right? Vintage Jacks BCA. I like yeah. him. He's a really That's good That's a great dude. account. Yeah. He's great. But uh, Jeff, what? you're going to get a lot of hate mail now. I, I mean, look, you can probably trash Toy Biz. And there's going to be a good percentage that agree with you that are like, yeah, screw Toy Biz. But when it comes to the BCAs, now you're starting to kick people in the nostalgia feels, <laughs> right? Like a lot of like that was their first figures. So, I mean, have an opinion. That's fine. But th there is some beauty to those bone crunchers. You, you've got to agree that some of those figures do have a, a, a lot going for them. I'll, I'll straight to the line. I had a lot of fun playing with bone crunchers. They're the only wrestling figures I ever had that broke just storing them. Same. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. My, my Razor Ramon, <laughs> dude, the <laughs> ass broke off of them. I remember reaching into my bag that I stored them in, and I wasn't really rough with my toys, and pulling out a Henry, Henry Godwin body with his head off. And I was oh. like, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I didn't do this. <laughs> That never happened with LJN's Hasbro's or original San Francisco toy makers or anything like that. The only problem we had was we had Dusty's arm, who was which was super loose. You could just spin the yeah, arm, the Hasbro but that was arm. it. That was it. We never had. You get a razor. But that was kind of fun too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at <But>, punching. <laughs> yeah. I I challenge anybody except the someone that has the teeth of Jeff Toon to damage an LJN. <laughs> these chompers that's saw awesome. many of ljn's <laughs> <laughs> yep that they did scott wanted to kill me on that <laughs> oh several times yeah <laughs> uh you guys know where to find us you guys know all that stuff uh nate have you picked up anything recently or have you made anything recently okay so what have i picked up recently i guess the recent legends line is probably the most recent thing i got all of them uh, no, I didn't get Triple H. Okay. Okay. I left I left Triple H there. And since I got that beautiful, beautiful Greg the Hammer, what a figure. Oh, my God. Thank the you. Yes. The combination of the cloth goods jacket with the rubber belt. They got their crap figured out, man. So Chef's good. Kiss. Uh, top 10 figure, yeah. Nate, for 2023. One of your top 10s. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As soon as I That's had beautiful. it in the hand, I was like, yep, top 10. So even before I got that, I was planning, I said, as soon as I get it, my goal is to make a 
miniature replica of the framed hunka hunka honky love album <laughs> um, <laughs> so I that was it. my last my last little project it was a little project but even a little project took way more time than it should have um <laughs> that's the last little thing i made speaking of nate projects i've got one for you real quick i did a little bit of cleanup in my office the other day and i came across because i was getting everything set up in the road warrior shelf i came across <laughs> the newspaper for the Paul Ellering figure that Nate gave me. And so I have proudly displayed Paul Ellering with the newspaper as he would always hold it during uh, LOD interviews sitting on the shelf in the detolf. So Nate, I just wanted to thank you again all these years later. It uh, it definitely pops in the cabinet for sure. Awesome. And you're welcome. And if you actually unfold the newspaper, I actually took a screen grab of a Wall Street Journal because that's what he used. That's what he used to read back in the day. And I put like some fake Road Warriors headline with their picture on the on the front page. I think. Now I have to get the figure out of the case and look at the newspaper. <laughs> I, I thought it was, was just it? rolled up, and I'm like, "This is great!" And I stuck it in the hand. Off it went. Now, see, I I should know with Nate. You got to look at the details. <laughs> I love it. See, I love it. No one would know, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> he will always surprise you, Scott. Did you pick up anything? Uh, let's see. I pre-ordered. Mutt and Junkyard, the G.I. Joe classifieds mm-hmm. off of Big Bad Toy Store. And I think that's it. I had actually canceled some pre-orders. I had bought the three Spider-Man Marvel Legends figures. Okay. And I kind of, I don't know. I think I went cold on Marvel Legends a little bit. And so oh. I canceled them. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it was a little give and take with uh, Big Bad Toy Store. Kind of turned the page over to comics. You both are huge Batman fans. Oh, dude. Are you guys in on the animated series figures? Not my era. Not your era? Okay. And yeah. you know what? Funny enough, same, Nate. Same. Yeah. I might have gotten Batman and Robin, and I talked with Breaker about this. I don't like the shading on the figures that McFarlane went with. He was going for kind of a different look, like a shadowing almost. And, excuse me, I don't care for it. So I passed on those. Yeah, I'm very specific to 66 and 89. And I haven't even dived into the 89 stuff. I know there's only a couple things out there. I've looked at it. I've thought about it, but I'm sticking to 66 right now. It's coming. Yeah, just wait. That Batman 89 stuff, I think after the success of the Batmobile and Batman figure, uh-huh. um, I, I really think there's going to be a big wave of 89 coming. I just learned what the Condiment King is. <laughs> I just found out about this last night because did Jacoby tell you about him? No, no, Breaker no? and Travis did on this oh. TV Toycast spoiler alert. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, uh, one of your shows mentioned that a week or two ago, and I don't know what that is either. Apparently, the Condiment King was on the Batman animated series for like the first minute and a half, and basically, he was on there. It was at the beginning of an episode. And then he flew away and he's all, you'll never forget the condiment king. Like that. He sounds like KBW, right? And Skeletor. Wow. And Skeletor, right? A little bit and, of Starscream. Yeah. And he took off. And that was the last anybody ever saw of the condiment king. That was it. And now he has a figure. He has a build a figure. So hmm. that is the condiment king. And apparently he just like sprays ketchup and mustard and all that stuff. And I'm like, where's this dude <laughs> at baseball games? You know, <laughs> like, come on now, you know, get a gun, get a relish gun. Ketchup mustard? Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go, folks. I need a condiment king walking around the Giants games. Let's go. 
So on a, rela- on a related note, when you're in Philly, uh-huh. there's a store downtown called Condom King. Completely <laughs> different kind of deal. Has nothing to do with Batman, but <laughs> I can take you there. Oh, he's, he sprays mayonnaise and I see, I see, I see. Oh boy. What? What did I say? That's a, that's a condiment. What? I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway, I draw the line. You walk right over it. Yeah, he tramples it. Yeah. 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 Tramples it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know my audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know 406 episodes in. <laughs> don't you pay. don't know your audience. That's why I bash BCAs. <laughs> that. that <laughs> That Chad guy from TB Toycast is gonna love that we're talking about Batman on this show, though. I know he's gonna be pissed. So I should be listening to Fully Posable. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott, I'll give you a quick little brief overview. So there's um, a guy. His name is Chad, and he left a review on the TB Toycast, and he said basically when Jeff came on, Breaker and I talked way too much wrestling, and you know we kind of did. We kind of it's your in. common ground, though. Like, what do you expect? Well, not wrestling figures we talked a lot of wrestling storyline and i was like yeah we kind of did when we first oh you're not even on toys so you're like... he caught he totally called us out on it okay okay but would you think that that's fair oh no it was a fair assessment yeah. I okay was... i yeah i i think so too maybe. oh no he was in the right dude he was absolutely right but um anyways breaker and i every time we talk a little bit of wrestling storyline maybe just a little bit we always say sorry chad so it's kind of because his <laughs> name's chad so yeah. we always like say sorry to him and stuff. We're like, we're so about you guys to have like a shadow meter. Yeah, exactly. Like, you start to talk and like, you can see the needle moving. You're like, Oh, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Got to scale it back. Scale it back. Yeah. And this jerk brings up the sympathy card that he's going to send to him that he hasn't done for like 12 months. I, I said, I was going to send Chad a uh, sorry card for bringing up too much wrestling. And then I saw that the cards, the online cards were like four ninety nine, And I was like, yeah, that'll be coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the interim, you can send him, I'm sorry for not sending you an I'm sorry card. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah. And then send him like three cards. He's apologizing <laughs> for not sending it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I, I like the way you think. I like the way you think. <laughs> you know what you could do? There's a company that sells like, uh, it's called Potato Gram. Where they'll write a message on a potato and send it to somebody. I think it might be a little cheaper than the cards that you were looking at. All right. I could do that. Potato. Yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't love a potato? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Jeff, you know, you could also send the uh, the exploding uh, glittery dicks. The tag team, the dicks? Nope. Nope. Uh, it's, <laughs> I knew I I'd get Nate on that bomb. one. Oh, yeah. The dick bomb. Yeah. Yeah. The dick bomb. I got one one time. Do you know what these are, Nate, by the way? I have no idea. Oh. I know the dicks. Unfortunately, I know the dicks, the tag team, but <laughs> the glittery dick bombs, you're on a different planet than I am just, right now. Just like the condom king, it is something completely different. <laughs> so uh, in the mail, I get what appears to be like a small rolled up poster. And I'm like, that's weird. I don't recall ordering anything, but you know, it wouldn't be beyond me to order a poster or something. Awesome. Sure. Let's open this. So my mother-in-law's downstairs, Shannon's downstairs, <laughs> Peyton's downstairs. This is probably about six years ago, seven years ago. And so I, I take, you know, the, the little adhesive thing off and I pop the top. And next thing I know, exploding in my face are thousands of tiny little foil glittery dicks. Easy on the tiny. You're going to offend somebody. <laughs> 
Oh, Mainly there's so me. many jokes I could roll with right there, but I'm just gonna <laughs> let them go. Let them go. So Peyton is looking at all these things that have now hit the floor, and she's like, Oh, oh daddy, look at these cute little bones. <laughs> she thought they were dog bones. But well, she, she said that, and I close. start laughing. Uh, it was it was fantastic. Uh, it turns out that my uh, my co-host on Drunk Wrestling History, Eddie, had sent uh-huh. that to me. Uh, the sweetheart that he is. And I still have yet to get him back for it. But if you have an enemy or just a good friend that you really want to play a good prank on, uh, the dick bombs are uh, are quite the gag. That's no fantastic. pun intended. What's the website? Oh, uh, I think it's dicks by mail or something like that. I don't know. God damn it. Uh, sorry, Chad. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, is it M A I L or M A L E? Very good. Thank Very you. good. So, we're a wrestling figure podcast talking uh, about exploding packages. For- <laughs> awesome. Packages. <laughs> all right the maturity level of you two i'm trying to keep yeah it's us will I'm... you stop <laughs> i'll be thrown out of here i am trying to keep this pg come on you two yeah I you, you try guys... every week dude i know i, I fail every week anyways yep. <laughs> all right all right all right that's fantastic by the way <laughs> yeah it was great we do have a little bit of news to keep God damn it. To get into. Uh, starting off with Foco, they showed off their Muhammad Ali bobblehead. He will be in boxing gear throwing a punch. Looks good. It does look good. So, yeah, I guess it's a uh, free reign on Muhammad Ali now. We're getting a retro. We're getting a bobblehead. We're getting figures. I love it. Should we get that for dad? Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Dude. Actually, I don't know if it'll be here by Christmas. Yeah, I don't know what their turnaround is. When you ordered the Heart Foundation set, how long did that take to get to you? Do you remember? Uh, that was like two, three. I don't remember. <laughs> that was just random numbers you were throwing out. <laughs> Maybe six or seven, weeks, something or other. Yeah, I, weeks, I, I, months. There's no yeah, scale. Yeah. That's <laughs> two, three, lots yeah. of numbers. Because <laughs> in the days of pre-orders, we could be dealing with years. We don't know. Uh, that is true. That is true. No, I don't remember, dude. So uh, unless it said it on the description, I didn't check and see. But... I'll go back and look at that link, but that's a really good idea. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening, spoiler alert. Because Dad can put that up on his desk. He would love that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Put it next to the dog treats. All right. Moving over to Fig Collections. He showed off his Headbangers 2-pack retro style. It'd be the Headbangers in their classic Headbangers WWF shirts back in the day, where it's the spider webs and it has the faces. Anybody in on those? Uh, for me, me, no. No, I'm on the no. fence. And, and that's because I'm kind of out on retros. But even if I was still in, I've got that rule that they've got to fit with the Hasbro era. I gotcha. And Nate. they were just a shade after the Hasbro era. Nate? Yeah, I'm with I'm with Scott. I have the same rule, but I'm even kind of pulling back a little bit on the retros because there's been so many for that era mm-hmm. and the price point on them. So they're going to have to really pull at my heartstrings and be in that era for me to want them. Not that they don't look good. I mean, the images that released, they look great. And the first thing I thought when I saw them was, oh man, you make them elite style and I'm opening up my wallet to you. No problem. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the fence on them right now, but uh, they do look excellent. They are really, really good figures. Nate, to that point about them being in the Hasbro era, were you in on the demolition powers of pain or British bulldogs? Um, 
I wasn't in on demolition because I was happy with the demolition that we have from Hasbro. Got it. Okay. So that was an easy pass. Powers of Pain, the way I looked at the Hasbro stuff is it's anything Hasbro era or earlier. So I kind of wanted them. I just wasn't ready to pull the trigger money-wise on them. Gotcha. And uh, British Bulldogs, it was the same thing. Like, they look great. I would like to have them, but it's just a budget thing. Yeah, it, it really comes down to wants, needs, and then, like, what is my budget like? I'm 100% with you on that. I totally yeah. get it. Not, and like Nate said, they do look good, but uh, money Oh, they're does. fantastic, dude. Yeah. Money yeah. Does. I mean, if money was no object, it would. that's a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah we'd, all, we'd all be at R&Ts. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Grapplers and gimmicks. They showed off their Mark Merrow figure. Did you happen to see that, Scott? I did. Yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. Love that figure. Nate? Yeah, well done. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I didn't know about it until you sent the show notes. I had to go back and look it up, and I was like, Mark Merrill figure. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Looks really, Same really thing good. went through my head. Wish it was Elite. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Now, the- does that fit in the air for me to buy? It does. It's on the cusp to where I'm like, yeah, that fits in the era, but doesn't pull it my heart enough to to want to put the money up for it. Yeah. Now, what if it was a Mark Merrow and Sable 2-pack retro style? Hmm. I could put that maybe if I had a better triple H. Oh yeah. West. Oh. Yep. Oh. Make it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's WrestleMania 12 right there. Yeah. Unfortunately, all we have is that uh that Mattel retro triple H, which is like DX era. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Mattel, we're going to move over there. So the figure that replaced Bray Wyatt in the Ultimate Collections uh, Series 20 will be the Undertaker with the long black jacket. Steve said on the message boards that the Ultimate Edition Taker will not have any changes to this. Uh, So that's a re-release then? It's a re-release. He said okay. he did say that they were going to be doing that. He we didn't know what figure it was. Well, they showed it off and it was the Taker one. Okay, so long, I mean I'm okay. Longback jacket is that the uh, the one that kind of looks like Michael Jackson, the one that came with Kane. Ultimate? Yes, that's yeah. the one. Yep. Wait, it looked like Michael Jackson. I thought so. Oh, <laughs> like end of stuff. his life, Michael Jackson. <laughs> No, am I the only one? (laughs) Too too soon, Nate. (laughs) Not too soon. Not not the very end of his life. Oh, oh, last ten years. Oh, you went that route. Oh, (laughs) happy Halloween, guys. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's that one. (laughs) So there have been a lot of uh, Ultimate Edition re-releases, and I'm kind of okay with it. You know, because the values tend to really spike after the figure is gone. So it's good to see these things come back out. So maybe the people that missed around first time around, you know, they'll get another chance at it. And I'm all for that. Have you guys seen any of the re-releases at the stores yet? Stone Cold. I haven't even seen that. Didn't they? Did they re-release a Brett? They re-released Brett the very first. I feel like I saw. I feel like I saw Brett on the pegs at Target. Did Nate say pegs? Sorry. Put him away, dude. Oh, sorry, dude. He's got to go away. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We're having a guest. Like, that was rude. Kennel KB- him. That was rude, KBW. Saying that word is like the bat signal for him. Like, 
<laughs> the LWs, excuse me, the LWO set that goes on Mattel Creations this upcoming week on November 9th will be $100 million. <laughs> what a bargain. <laughs> Oh, one hundred dollars. I put it a couple zeros in there. Sorry. I would have paid one hundred billion. <laughs> saving money. Uh so yes, that is on Mattel Creations this upcoming week, November 9th. Make sure you guys are on. I didn't catch the times, but uh anyways, go into Mattel Creations, you'll be able to get that set. And that's made to order, right? It is. So there's no rush. There whoever wants it can get it. Yep. Yep. And it's interesting to see. Have you guys seen the secondary prices on that Logan Paul Ultimate Edition? I have not. Dude, they're going for like 179 to 200 She, Well, I mean, let more Logan Paul figures flood the market and then maybe see what happens to the value of that figure. I mean, for those that bought it for investment purposes, I hope it stays up. But you've got to figure it's a supply and demand thing for Logan Paul. Yeah, that's true. All right. There are some questions for Steve Ozer on the message boards. First question comes in from Tribal Chief 610. He said, Steve, when are the greatest hit legends due to hit Target? Steve said, I'm expecting you'll start finding those in two to three weeks. So be on the lookout for those. That's the uh, set with the natural disasters, correct? Yep. Yeah, I'm in sure. on those for sure. And the Brutus Beefcake, too. I, I want more of those silver tag titles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got to buy one just for that belt. I know, I know. Need one for Valentine. Exactly. Uh, next question comes in from Tanay D3X. He said, the Hulkamania three-pack pre-order sold out. Will there be another shot at that? Or do those who missed out on the pre-order now have to wait till January? I mean, assuming they'll add more inventory to .com once product arrives in January, Steve said. Yeah, that tends to happen a lot with uh, Target. Once the pre-orders are sold out and then they start to hit shelves, you'll notice stock online goes back up. So yeah, they'll definitely have more to sell. Nate, are you aware of the message boards? Are you on there often? I haven't been on there in a long, long time. Got it. Your no. podcast cured me to that. <laughs> <laughs> cured you? you? Feed the need. Yeah, because I get the information from you guys, so I don't have to... Yeah, you get, get in the, all the drama of the message boards. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, I get the Steve Ozer questions right here. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes in from Classic Retros 23 said, Steve, will we see Roddy Piper and George Animal Steel pre-orders go up before Thanksgiving? Also, are the Heart Foundation slated for Q1 2024 or is that getting pushed back? Thanks for answering the questions. Steve said the new Roddy and George Coliseum collection sale date will be announced during the November Elite Squad episode. The Hart Foundation set is still on schedule to go on sale and ship in early 2024. So theoretically, we could get both sets around the same time shipping. Mm, maybe about two, three. Yeah. Two or three, some, something. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, unit so. of measure could be hella, could be buttload. We don't know. <laughs> What do you think the holdup was on them? That's a great question. Good question. Yeah, that's kind of the $64,000 question right now, right? Like, what is because the deal? Why? They, they've done George Steele twice. They've done Piper several times. Yeah. They know what they're doing. I'm wondering if they're, if they're going to do something like, I know people were concerned about Piper's shirt being more LJN style versus what he actually wore. If they're going to throw a Hail Mary at the last minute and be like, yeah, we'll, we'll give them both or something like that 
I'm wondering if there was one last minute tidbit that they wanted to either add or subtract. Hmm. I'm thinking that there may have been that one little thing. What that thing is, we don't know. But I'm see- I'm thinking something got added or something got subtracted. They're probably working on an ultimate articulation mine. Oh. <laughs> the regular articulation wasn't enough for <laughs> was not good enough. <laughs> I love it. I like the way you think over there. <laughs> That's what I do. LJN should have had a mine accessory. Just saying. Oh, 100% they should have, dude. Yep, that figure would have not have been a peg warmer if they had put mine with George Steele. Guaranteed. What did Scott say? Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Let's take a step back. Let's just give him hair, first of all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question comes in from Red Devil. He said, thanks for your work bringing us the most recent Retros bundle of Jerry Lawler. Oh, sorry. Retro's bundle. Jerry Lawler had been such a big want of mine back in the day that I'm delighted to have that figure, especially the attire is perfect and the action makes it more interesting figure than I had dreamed to get great stuff. Looking ahead to the next bundle when revealed Ali was showing, holding a microphone, which I believe he never touched during his appearance. Or am I wrong on this one? Was that a placeholder just for the reveal with a more fitting accessory? expected for the actual bundle a title belt for either hogan or richter would be brilliant or maybe the duffel bag for stud the microphone is better than nothing but something more fitting would be exciting to see thanks steve said no changes to this upcoming set planned but it doesn't mean we won't explore including new retro accessories down the road this guy went into hardcore detail the duffel bag i see that request a lot and I think it should have come with the big John Stud Legends figure. And there's only a one in one existence, and it's a Nate's collection. That's it exactly. I've made a couple others too. Jason oh, Wolf has one. Damn, Jason. It was actually <laughs> it was Jason's idea. He challenged me. He says, Do you think you could make this? So I had to give him one. Uh, does it have a Velcro opener so it has like money inside that can be strewn about? Yeah, it opens. Nice. Okay. Nice. Nate, I challenge you to give me your AWA tag titles. <laughs> if you can pin my shoulders to the mat <laughs> and convince Vern to still give you the belt after you beat me, then maybe. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd I thought I'd just follow in Jason's footsteps to see. <laughs> I don't know which one's harder, pinning Nate or getting Vern. I'm not sure. Getting Vern, that's impossible. That's what I'm saying. I don't know which one's harder. Trying to get Vern nowadays would be nearly impossible, but uh... I know. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying that. Just to be clear, (laughs) Vern is dead. If anybody didn't know, (laughs) we just want to put that out there. In case it went over your head the first three times. Oh, oh man. <laughs> just just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. You're always the voice of reason on this show. <laughs> All right, moving moving along. Next question comes in from ZTJ WWF. He said, if the upcoming LWO box set is successful, do you think there's a chance that the unreleased ultimate nitro figures could be done as a box set in a similar way, even perhaps mm. as just elites? Steve said, no, we won't be doing this. <laughs> Too soon, asshole, is essentially <laughs> what he said. Still being punished. Yeah, we oh. are still being punished. A great question, and, though. 
Honestly. We deserve it. We deserve it. We do. We do. Yep. 20 yeah. lashes for all of us. Easy. You know what? I wonder how many times Steve Ozer had to type out something and then delete it to, in response to that question. <laughs> you know how many times I've had to do that for reps or, you know, something like that at work? And I'm like, I shouldn't say this. Delete. Yep. <laughs> Turn off the cap lock. Uh, let me type something friendly here. No, it's too soon, man. I, great question. I love where he was going with it. Maybe ask again in a year or two. Um, but yeah, I, I think Steve is still chapped on that one. Honestly, like seeing the excitement from that team at Mattel during that visit about yeah. that nitro stage and then mm-hmm. to have it not fund. I, I can't even imagine being in that meeting room when it was like, guys, it didn't happen. Like, Oh, just talk about sticking the needle in the balloon. That's just, that's gotta suck. So yeah, I think you're right, Jeff. I think there were several versions of no, we won't be doing this. <laughs> that happened before no we won't be doing this was hit in the message boards and business-wise they have to stick to their guns for a while otherwise exactly yep it mm-hmm. means you don't have to order the stuff and you can wait and yes get exactly. it another way yeah, yeah i get it train us don't let us train you <laughs> <laughs> train us all right moving along to classic retros 23 again he said steve i found the greatest hits legends today and noticed bruno's image is still in the back of the box lineup so will Bruno be released in regular elite packaging or in the legends to keep it uniform? Thanks. Steve said Bruno has been moved to mainline elite. So we're getting that Bruno again. Excellent. Next question comes in from nosebleed collectibles. He said with there being no repeats in the superstars line, do different gimmicks count as repeats? It'd be really cool to get diesel or razor Ramon. Great question. Steve said, not sure what you mean by no repeats. We've done three different Hogan's, not including chases and superstars already. Yes. Razor and diesel would be awesome to see in the superstars line. Didn't they just say no repeats in the superstars line? Yeah, they did. They said that going forward, there will be no forward going forward. There'll be no more repeats. I think what they meant though, by the repeats was, um, didn't they do it where like, that Hogan figure was in two different series or le- the macho man figure is a better example because he doesn't have any repaints or anything. He was released in back-to-back series. Correct. Correct. That's so probably he, what he means. Yeah. He was in series four and series five. Uh, same exact figure. Him and rock were in series five. Um, yeah. It was just, it didn't make sense. I think that's what he means by no repeats. So I think we can still get the same guys in different versions but they're not going to straight up re-release people back to back like they were. Tanae D3X had another question. With the made-to-order LWO 5-pack being a thing, will we see single-carded made-to-order products as well? For example, if there were somebody who might not do too well on the pegs, uh-oh, get away, <laughs> but was still requested by collectors, could they make their way to Mattel Creations? Steve said, anything is fair game for exploration, if it makes sense business-wise. But I feel like we are already getting the figures you are describing out at retail in various ways. Gobbledygooker, May Young, High Chief Peter Maivia, etc. Liking it. Yeah, for sure. Keep sending us those kind of figures. We'll keep buying them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie P said, hi, Steve. Homage lines seem to be hot right now. Do you think a Galoob and or Hasbro-inspired line could fit alongside the LJN Coliseum collection, or would it be a case of waiting until that line runs its course? It could be a clever way by of selling existing Jake the Snake's 
and Rick Rude's considering they are the same attires. Secondly, hypothetically, would you carry on the name Coliseum Collection for a Hasbro line with just a change to the Hasbro packaging, or would you name it something else? Personally, I like the Coliseum Collection as a name for all homage sets. Steve says, do I think lines that could be viable? Yes. Your Jake Rude scenario isn't feasible. And in regard to your other question, it really depends on the circumstances, but a clear path for Coliseum Collection, as is for now, is probably what's needed. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like Coliseum Collection, that could cover the Coliseum VHS era from, what did that start, like 84, 85, yeah. somewhere yeah. in there, all the way until, gosh, when did Coliseum stop making VHS tapes? Like 96, 97, 97, I think. Yeah, I mean, now you're dipping into like the Jax era. So yeah, he's 100% right. Like Coliseum collection just doesn't have to be LJNs. It's Mm -hmm. a great point he brings up that it could be the retros as well. I just don't think anybody's going to touch Galoobs. Honestly, it seems like that is just like the, I don't even want to call it the forgotten line, but I think it's going to be the neglected line of of nostalgia that nobody's going to touch. Yeah. And I hate being, I I, I don't want to be right about that. I wish somebody would attempt it, but... It just doesn't seem like anybody wants to do it. I'm surprised the third party companies haven't tried them mm-hmm. because small size, no articulation. You think that would be a lot easier to produce that than say a retro. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you know, if that's something that you do want in your collection, I can tell you Jason Wolf does them. Mm-hmm. The uh, art of Jason Wolf, he will make you a custom galoob. Those galoobs too that he does are just sick. Oh, they're beautiful. And you think of the names that could have been, but weren't included in the Galoob line. Jason will cover all those for you. Yep. Uh, Scott, by the way, surprise, Nate has some trivia question for us. So before we get into the nostalgia segment, we are going to do some trivia right now. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. Nate, do you have your question queued up? Yeah, I'm all set, guys. So we'll kind of do this like the last time the three of us played. Um, we'll just go around the three of us till we can't do it anymore. Uh-oh. This time there's no definitive answer. Okay. So I don't think that we're necessarily going to get them all. I'm, I think we, we can get a whole bunch of them, but it's, it's a little up in the air. So here's what I want us to do is I want us to come up with tag teams from the Hasbro line of figures. Now, not the ones that were released in two packs, but tag teams that you could have played with that were technically teams. That just might not have been advertised as teams. So we don't need to talk about Demolition or the Rockers or anything like that because they're released as a two-pack. Um, but ones that were maybe unofficially could have been two-packs. You know what I mean? Okay. I like it. So these are single-carded figures that could be paired up together. Exactly. So I'll go Got first it. with an example. Heart Foundation. You could put Brett and Jim, even though they look different, they were technically the Heart Foundation. Okay. Uh, just writing down frantically i am i don't because my brain sucks so i know that i'll forget it okay i'm gonna say can confirm (laughs) i'm gonna say the new foundation owen and jim there you go i like it all right scott your turn high energy okay the logical next choice he Um, handed that one to me sorry i'm gonna go Mega Maniacs, Hogan and Brutus. 
I'm going to go Mega Powers. And then I'll take another gimme and go Ultimate Maniacs. Gosh, it comes in threes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me think. Um, oh, it's going to bring a tear to your eye, Jeff. Strike Force. Too soon, dude. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will say the natural disasters. Yeah. Twin Towers. Yes. Very never good. forget. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> okay. Uh, Money Inc. I will say the head shrinkers. Steiner Brothers. Mega Bucks. Uh, Bushwhackers. Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Smoking Guns. Nice. Um, I think, honestly, I think I have one more and I might be tapped out. I feel like there's a whole bunch more, but I'm blanking. There have to be. Yeah. Give me a second. Um, it's so much harder when you're not looking at them. <laughs> right? That's what yeah. he said. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at it. <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's not it either. Oh, I hate to tap out. I can't think of any. I know there's so many more. It's the apple juice, Nate. It's the apple juice. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> lap me. If you guys have one, lap me. Jeff, you got one? The dream team. Oh. Oh, yeah. Good. Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, dude. Great call. Yoko uh, and Owen. Very good. Nate, do you want to go again? Oh, it is the apple juice. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, give me a second. I know I'm missing somebody. Scott, do you have anybody else? No, I'm still rattling my brain here, trying to drop one more oh, team out. Oh, 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 uh, Bulldog and Luger. Oh, the Allied Powers. Oh, wow. Good call. Very good. Yeah. Allied wow. Powers. My brain still sucks, but it can rattle off tag teams like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's right. I don't know as if I had that on my list either. Were Owen and Bulldog tag champs? They were, weren't they? Yes, they. Wait. Yes, they were. They were tag champs. Uh, like okay. 96, 95, 96. Okay, so there's another one. So now we're all teaming together. Yes. Now we're now we're going to team together. We're going to get these. I think I'm tapped on. I think I am too. Nate, do you yeah. have the list? The answer yeah, sheet? I do. Oh, Let nice. Me pull it up. Okay. Hold on. Before you do it, though, let's make sure. Let's really like one last like ringing out of our brains here to make sure we're not missing like a softball. Doink never teamed with anybody. Boss man never. Well, outside of Akeem, you've already said that. Yeah. They never made Barbarian, so we can't throw him and Warlord together. No. Warlord never teamed with anybody except at SummerSlam 91. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Steamboat never, well, Ricky and Tito kind of tagged a little bit, uh, but, but man, then you that's... could say like, oh, Animal and Crush, but like, oh, Animal and Crush. <laughs> uh, no. All right. Animal and Crush. Oh, Repo Man and Crush. <laughs> Repo Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're really going to ring out the rag here, let's, uh, <laughs> every last drop. <laughs> Axe and Warlord. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only in my federation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got I... one. One, two, three, kid and Marty Janetti. Oh, very good. Now, can I say heel Shawn Michaels with the later years, Marty Janetti? Or is that stretching it? No rockers. No Nate, rockers. I mean, said no rockers right off the bat. I mean, you could. That that was. I mean, you did uh, bushwhackers. So, sure. Yeah. That. Yeah. True. Right. Singles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good call on one, two, three, kid and Marty Janetti. Wow, dude. Good job. Yeah. It was just like I started at the end. I was like, okay, green card. Yeah. Yeah. I think... no. I'm trying to. I, I couldn't find my list either. Um. That's all I got. I I think I have uh, wrung out my brain. Yeah, I think that's quick look. Oh, I got one. I'm looking at the figures now. Um Duggan and Slaughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. They teamed. Yep, that's when, right. After Slaughter's turn. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um oh, okay. I may be racking my brain. This was a thing. Uh NWA Greg Valentine and Ric Flair. They teamed, didn't they? I think so. I don't remember them teaming. I'm not exactly sure. I thought that was a thing. I, I could be completely wrong on that. Oh, the obvious one. We didn't say the Steiner brothers. They were really no, we did. Scott, Scott did. Yeah. Did you, did you yep. do Steiner brothers? Okay. Yep. yep. The Steiners out there. Tatanka didn't team with anybody, right? Not as like a set tag team. No. Okay. Yeah, not that I can think of. Yeah. That's all I'm seeing. Someone will let us know. Okay. Now, Sid never teamed with the undertaker, right? No. That was Dan Spivey that teamed with the undertaker. Yeah. Not yeah. Sid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And who knows? I'm sure there's lots of one-offs and stuff, but man, it's kind of fun to have, have one that didn't have like a definitive answer, you know? But I mean, if we're going to dip back a little bit, DiBiase and Duggan teamed up in Mid-South. Ooh, very good. Yeah. I mean, if you're oh. going to, yeah, if we're going to go back a ways, yeah, we could maybe find a few little hidden gems that way. You could do DiBiase and Virgil, SummerSlam. True. Yes, true. I think we got everybody, right? We'll hear sure from if listeners, if not. Watch, yeah. watch Brian from LJN podcast. He's going to be like, well, there was a house show back on <laughs> yeah. November 15th <laughs> right. of 1980, yeah. 1988. First, they're going to hate Jeff on the BCA thing. And then we'll get, <laughs> oh, you guys forgot this tag team. Like we got some responses last week um, from the question about uh, putting guys against each other from the Hasbro line or from yeah. the LJN line. And there were guys that sent in some great, like Andre versus Undertaker. Yeah, that's part of the fun of the show, crowd participation. Right? Absolutely, yes, 100%. Yep. We, we love it. We love it. Man, good question, Nate. That was, that was a fun one, man. Uh, that was, yeah, that was tough. Yeah, you guys did excellent. Uh, you did. Well, don't, you know, it was a tag team. Or it was a three-man trio effort. Trios tag team. So Yeah, we were the trios tag team. All right, Nate, thank you for bringing your question onto the show. We've got nostalgia up next, but what did Nate choose? Stay tuned. All right, before we get into the nostalgia segment, one little tidbit of news that we forgot to add. Figures Toy Company is making the change. What change is that? They are going into elite style figures. They said the Midnight Express that just recently hit Jim Cornette's website 
will be the last of those style figures that they were previously doing, and they are going to go elite style now. So game changer for FTC here. Well, for sure. But the sad part is that Corny said he's done with wrestling figures. He doesn't want to deal with that anymore. And I don't know if that's because he had to ship all of them that were <laughs> produced, which I think there were a thousand sets that he's responsible for now shipping. Um, I, it sucks. They're changing formats. And Midnight Express was done with the Ruthless Aggression style bodies. And I wish that Midnight Express had been the first set with the new style bodies. But look, it's a much needed change, Jeff. You've kind of been saying that for a really long time with FTC, that the the format needed to change and they're doing it. It's definitely going to be for the better. I'm a big fan of Chris. I want FTC to do really well. And I can't wait to see their first offerings out of the gate. Yeah, and just just because Corny's done shipping them doesn't mean that FTC isn't going to make them and do them on their own. Fingers crossed, Nate. I I feel that the Midnight Express, they need figures out there. Absolutely, of of Conjury, of Lane, especially of Eaton, more corny figures. And it would be a great introduction with the new body styles. Like if, if you ended it with the Midnight Express with the old, lead off with the new with the Midnight Express. And fingers crossed that that they, they keep releasing figures of them and Corny doesn't have to ship all of them. Scott, you forgot Randy Rose. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I, I left so him out of purpose. <laughs> I guarantee you there's a lot of listeners going, who? Yeah, who's Randy Rose? <laughs> Randy Rose? Is that the lead singer of Guns N' Roses? Uh... <laughs> oh, that Axel. <laughs> also, we want everybody to head over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But for this week... I want you guys to go into the upper right-hand corner of the page, look for that magnifying glass, and type in Hasbro WWF Mini Rumblers. Spoil alert. That's what we're talking about this week. And you can find those and follow along as Scott reads off this list over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Nate, you chose these tonight. What made you decide on these? I have a love-hate relationship with them. I mean, they were fun. They were cool for what they were. But when they showed up at my store, they flooded the shelves, and I could no longer find the regular Hasbro figures. Mm. And being a kid with 10, 15 bucks in your pocket and going to the store and only seeing those and not seeing stuff that you really wanted to buy killed me. Yes. And the thing that stopped me from buying them was in my area they never had the ring had they had the ring i would have bought them all but never seeing that ring it was like i i got no incentive to to jump in on these and you that was at your kb toys um no a department store were called hills oh, okay like kb toys i remember seeing them too but still never saw the ring oh and were the hasbros gone too at your kb toys no no we still had hasbros at Okay. Now, do you wish you would have gone back and bought these? I've considered it from time to time. I have one set of them. Oh, okay. Are they next to the slammies that I see in the back? Uh, No, they're kind of off. They're my DVD shelf. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Are they (laughs) loose or carded? Loose. Loose. Got it. Well, Scott, why don't you go over the four packs that they had and then also the wrestling ring? You got it. But uh, as I'm peeking at this list ahead of me, 
I've got one more tag team. If we're going to go old school, pre-Hasbro oh, yeah. era, Razor Ramon and Mr. Perfect. AWA tag team champions. Good call. Good call. Well See, done. See, I needed to go down in the notes a little bit further. Would have hit gold. Very good. You said go down. All uh, right, go uh, ahead. <laughs> Macho Man Imperfect. Survivor Series 92. Ooh, right. ooh yes. Yes. Razor now, Ramon and... And Flair. <laughs> now, is that stretching it because they it was only one of them? As a one-off thing, yeah. 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 Well, we didn't set the ground rule, right? We didn't yeah. say that those couldn't. Very true. As I said, from the legendary podcast, is going to be, uh, you know, in 1992 at a uh, house show in <laughs> Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm kidding, Brian. We love you, man. We love you. <laughs> to have that brain. Oh, my God, dude. It's, it's that crazy. Is, how he remembers dates is insane. Like, we have to kind of remember stuff because of certain wrestling events. Like, oh, this happened around WrestleMania 5. That's how we remember. It's not just like old stuff that he's remembered over and over again that's set in his mind. It's new stuff. Like, I've been on the show with him a few times. The second time, he's like, yeah, so I think your first four LJNs that you owned were this, this, and this. And I'm like, you remember that from us talking? <laughs> what? You have an incredible mind. Uh-huh. Incredible mind. It's like opening up a scrapbook. And just yeah. all the information is there, and he just he has all of it. It's mm. crazy. Sweetheart of a dude. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah, awesome guy. Hopefully, we're going to Stockton Con with him and Tim. That's the plan. That is the goal. That is the goal. All right, Scott, why don't you go over these mini rumblers? Yes, sir. The WWF mini rumblers consisted of three four packs, as you mentioned, Jeff. First up, we had the Bushwhackers, and Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. Second four-pack, Texas Tornado, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Mr. Perfect, and Roddy Piper. Last set, and this is one that I probably should have picked up but never did, Road Warriors and Natural Disasters. Did we ever see these at Toys R Us or KB Toys? I believe the sets of four we saw at Toys R Us. The Ring, I only ever saw that at Castro Village Toy Shop. Okay. And John literally got one shipment in of the four packs and one shipment of the ring. And it was there. Dude, honestly, I think it was there through the green card series. It just, nobody bought it. The four packs were there. The ring was there. I think my last, <laughs> excuse me, my last visit in when I got the green cards, yeah, all of these were still on the shelf. Oh, thank still you. Still sitting there. And then I think for... when I went back to get spawn, they were still sitting there. Thank you for not saying pegs, by the way. I specifically avoided that word because of. (laughs) Now, do you wish you would have picked these up? I mean, part of me does not as badly as I wish I had gotten the wrestling buddies, but for pure nostalgia's sake, and then seeing how much the ring is worth now, which you'll be getting to. uh, Yeah, I kind of do. If anything, for a completionist sake as well, um, there's not much you could do with them. And I know why we passed on these, but you know, looking back, they're kind of cool. Visually, they're neat, you know, and the ring is cool. But, you know, 1993 Scott and 1993 Jeff was just like, eh, to Nate's point, let's get figures instead of this. It's a good you point. Know, let's get the yellow ring instead of getting this. So, you, you know, looking back, another thing that burns me about it, too, is it's the Royal Rumble ring. They made a ring just for the Royal Rumble. They made figures just for the Royal Rumble. 
and they gave us 18 figures. Yeah. That's the smallest Royal Rumble ever. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like You're half. over halfway there. Just keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So said ring consisted of the ring itself, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Sergeant Slaughter, Ted DiBiase, the Big Boss Man, and Jake the Snake Roberts. And Jeff, that rounds out the mini rumblers. Nate, do you wish you would have picked these up back then? Yeah, if I if I would have seen the ring on the shelves, I would have bought it, and I would have bought all of them. So I did actually, a number of years ago, get parts of the ring in a lot that I bought. So I've actually held the ring at least and got to toy around with it a bit. And it's, it's really kind of tiny. It's not very well made. Like if I remember correctly, I think the, uh, I want to say the canvas is like, I almost want to say it's cardboard. I could be wrong on that. Oh, like the uh, AWA ring then. I think so. I could oh, be, wow. I could be wrong on that though. Like, um, one of the things that's interesting about it is it's a game. So it came with like two plungers that you would hammer. Okay. Kind of similar to the LJN Bendy ring. I was going to say that sounds like the Bendy ring. Yeah. I tried to make a game out of it. Um, the other thing that was included with the ring box set is each of those six figures came with like an almost metal lead heavy weeble type base that you put the, the wrestler on. So they would kind of like weeble around huh. and that would like weight them down in the ring. Was it fun? I I only had parts of the ring in this lot, and I ended okay. up selling it. So I, I never got to do it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I've done it with the with the bendy ring, um, and that wasn't fun. That was just aggravating trying to get that <laughs> get one of those guys to bounce high enough to get out of the cage. I mean, come on, yes, that, that's a long <laughs> way. That's sixteen foot in the air. Yeah, that lost its flavor real quick. <laughs> Okay, what was more fun, this mini ring or the WCW Galoob ring? Because that was pretty bad. That's fighting words. I love that <laughs> WCW Galoob ring. <laughs> I think that has a lot of play value to it. I'm just writing down everybody I'm pissing off this show. <laughs> <laughs> All day, every day. You got a cage, you got a real bell and a hammer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Launching stairs. <laughs> Do you remember that bell? That you would push down. That was for the LJ and Bendy ring. The, the Bendy ring, yeah. 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 The timer. Uh-huh. Yep. It was supposed to With be the like referee. the referee. Yeah, With the, the referee re- on it. Yep. It was yeah. supposed to be like the referee was counting one, two, three, right? Well, I think it was a timer. So it was a time limit for your match. Oh, is so that you'd what it was? down and it would slowly come up. And then when the time was up, he would come up and the bell would go ding. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was when you had somebody pinned, you had to press the thing down. Okay. That could be. Because it had a referee mm. on it, and I thought the referee was counting three, and I was like, "Man, this thing takes forever." <laughs> you know, dude, I've got that ring in the garage. You've got that ring in the garage? Yeah, I've got the ring in the garage. If I can, and I'm sure the bell is separate from it in one of the bins with our bendies. So if I come across that bell because we're cleaning the garage, I think this weekend. Okay, I might have a follow up next week on that ring bell. Okay, let us know what I'll else you time find. it. Yeah, you know what I will find because I what? think I kept it. I couldn't bring myself to throw it away. I might have. The uh, the stretch and Ricky Steamboat. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to say your custom figure you made. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the stretch room still in one piece? No, dude, he exploded. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's that white powder. Yeah, yeah. Heartbreaking. That was the 80s, though, right? 
Uh, yeah, the white powder, especially. You you got any more of them stretchums? <laughs> Tyrone okay. showed up. He was like, he was ready. I found it. Oh, you found the bell? Oh, there yep. it is. Yes. With the little okay. angry ref that pops up. Okay. We'll do a live live test, see if he still works. One, two, three. Okay, that was yeah, because it says one, two, three. Match pin. timer. That's way longer than three seconds. Oh, it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's old. Here we go. Wow. No ding. Sorry, that's not uh, official. So it's not even dinging. Yeah, because I always thought the ref, I thought it was always a count of one, two, three. But it, it does took, say one, two, three pin. That's what I was. That's why I thought it was the referee counting the one, two, three on the uh, on the thing. So, but it took forever, and I'm like, man, this is like the slowest ref ever. Give me one more chance. Nope, fault. Oh, it's <laughs> lost the ding. Oh. Nope. This the motor's is going. Thrilling audio. <laughs> <laughs> We're three grown men looking at a toy from 40 years. Oh, oh! there it is. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like when the popcorn's done. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That just happened. So I don't know how long it took back in 1980 something, but <laughs> today it took about 10 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I'll probably get through these uh, eBay, you know, listings by the time that thing dings again, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyways, uh, for the three four packs, someone did sell them. The cards were yellowed a little bit. Last sold uh, the cards or the plastic bubbles. Uh, the cards were also kind of yellowed itself too. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, all three sets sold. For $50 on October 2nd, the seller wanted $100. That doesn't seem too bad for something that's what, 30 something years old? Yeah, and you're yeah, getting a package deal. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting 12 of them. You know, that's pretty good. Not bad yeah. at all. Now let's go over to the ring. Seller had one and he wanted $674.99, which is odd right there, but whatever. He accepted. $600. Just the ring sealed in the box. Sealed in the box with Hogan, Savage Slaughter, DiBiase, Bossman, and Jake. Wow. 600 bucks. Yep. I don't Nate, recall retail on that. It had to be like 1999 or something. I, I, I'm thinking, yeah, 20 to 25 bucks, depending on which store you bought it at. Because if you think I mean, about it, the four packs were probably like six, 10, six, seven. What was the original ring retailed for? That was like the original 15, Hasbro ring, bucks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like fifteen or twenty. Yeah, so I think it'd probably be similar. Couldn't be too much more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it depends on where you found it too. Like KB was always a couple bucks higher. Uh, the yeah. specialty shopper we got our Hasbro's at later on the uh, the red card series on, they were a couple dollars higher than KB. So, yeah, I mean, I can't see it being any more than twenty. I mean, twenty five tops. I couldn't believe that guy sold it for six hundred bucks. That was insane. Quite a return on your money. I mean, honestly, I, I thought it was going to be more when I've looked at them. I was expecting four figures. You had mentioned that, that you thought it was going to be in four figures. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe I saw one that was completely mint or something, but I haven't looked at them in years. Well, you know, I'm wondering what 2020 pricing was. Maybe that's where you uh, saw the four figures, Nate. Could be. Yeah. I had actually started to go back and start collecting these because we never collected them. And oh, you did? I did. Uh, but I kind of stopped. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get quite a few of these. And then as time went on, I was like, eh, I don't really need them. You know, they're just. Yeah, you need the Remco hockey table more than you need these. But before we finish it up, we got to bring it up to the, the fact that that Macho Man was the Macho King figure, but with the alternate tights. Yep. He was in the green and uh, purple. Yeah, that was like the only difference, I think. Which we never difference. even got that in the regular Hasbro line. You got to think that re-released Macho Man with the man on the tights instead of King probably was supposed to be something else. Yes. yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Nate, we want to thank you for being on, man. You are, you are always a fun guest. And also, I want to go back a little bit and uh, thank you for willing to step in when Scott was uh, when Scott had mange. So uh, thank you for what? I thought it was leprosy. What was it mange? It's one of those things. You're you're a, you're a hot mess. <laughs> Every week is something else, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I really want to thank you for uh, <laughs> willing to step in when Scott had mange. <laughs> Any anytime, guys. I'm I'm here for the mange community. <laughs> Or the leprosy community. Or the leprosy community. <laughs> Whatever species or disease, it's all good. My healing powers are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just a thank you for filling in, Nate. It's it's honestly over the years, and there's been some behind-the-scenes stuff where you have really um, not just been a voice of reason, but been kind of a guiding light for Jeff and I. So beyond what you offer the Fig Life community as a whole, uh, you've gone way above and beyond for both Jeff and I professionally, personally. And for that, I, I want to extend a huge thank you for that. Yeah. Right back to you guys. It's been a pleasure getting to know you guys over the years and anytime I'm happy to throw my two cents in and try to help out. Well, well, easy, thank you, Nate. E easy, Scott. He hasn't given me the AWA tag titles, so it kind of pumped the brakes <laughs> a little. Well, wait, wait, let's That's clarify. Good. What are these AWA tag titles? So in Nate's belt collection, he the has, actual like the full size. Yeah, he belt. has the full size AWA tagged belts. Two and, of them. Yes, two of them. Marty, of and, Marty and Sean. You know, Doug, uh, Doug Summers and Buddy Rose. You know that that stuff. Oh, but it, gosh, well, you really scaled down the ladder there. Dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, gosh, what he had the blow away diet that was memorable. <laughs> yeah, that was in the WWF, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wow. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know how to tell a story. Anyways. <laughs> On a scale of Arn Anderson to Doug Summers. Uh... <laughs> and here we go back to this Arn Anderson again. <laughs> uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Wild Bill Irwin, but. <laughs> Who is? Oh, God. Who is? Okay. You too. You too. I swear to God. He's got to get in the show somehow. We've got to shoehorn that name in. But no, he has the full size AWA tag titles. And I, those are some of my favorite belts of all time, dude. Unsigned, Nate? Oh, yeah. No, I don't like ink on my belts. Oh, okay. Good to know. Is is there a specific reason? Is it a just a you want to maintain just, the pristine? In my demented mind, I can pretend that I have the real thing. And if someone wrote on it, it's not the real thing for me. Gotcha. Nobody okay. else probably thinks that way. That's just my own. 
it's it's your belt, dude. I mean, yep. everybody does something different with their collection, and I love what you've done with your title belts. Like, what a way to display them. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And yeah, if, it's, yes. if anybody has not seen what Nate does with his belts, like, go follow his Twitter account at Ring Skirts. Check out his man cave with all of his title belts displayed. It's just incredible. Yeah, it pays there... proper homage. Yeah, there it is. Oh, that is... I yeah. mean, it's just a beautiful lighted display. It's orderly. It's beautiful. Just that's how you want to display your title belts. Signed or unsigned, it's a work of art. Appreciate that. And also, Nate has a picture like uh, Shawn Michaels, but he's got one of the d- belts over, <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> Jeff, I can only get so hard during the show. Okay, please. 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 I'll, I'll sign one for anybody for a nominal <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of room for inscription. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, well, thank you for playing along, Nate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you still are oh, getting I'm those serious. belts, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to send you the poster size one, Jeff. Framed. <laughs> A you cardboard know cutout he can put next to his Find the heart. wall space. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's going up in one of the rooms, by the way. <laughs> The, the interesting thing is, is when people come over, I have to explain it. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, head on over to Wrestling Toy Tracker if you want to find any of the card and lose prices of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, or Retros. I'm going to go over our podcasting buddies real, real quick. Check out the TB Toycast, PPW Podcast. Uh, congratulations to the Chick Foley Show. They just celebrated five years. Congrats, everyone. Happy over five there. years, you guys. Happy five years. Check out Brian over at the legendary wrestling figs podcast, Ethan and Sutton stolen, uh, excuse me, in the marbles, Joe and J- Jordan with the stolen gimmicks. You guys know everybody else. Scott roll call. Yep. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. We mentioned him earlier. Mention him again. If you want custom Hasbros, if you want custom Galoobs, hit up Jason Wolf on social media at the art of Jason Wolf. That's W U L F. And of course the great Steve Hoker, hell of a guy. Hell of a store on T Public at Starman and Jay and Jeff. That rounds out roll call. I wonder if Steve Hoker is going to make a sticker of Nate with the belt. <laughs> you just put it out in the universe and Steve will do it, right? <laughs> Hoker will do it too. He will. He will. Steve's nice happen. enough. He'll ask my blessing first. You got my blessing, Steve. <laughs> just like clean me up a bit. <laughs> I'll just I'll put that on my hydro flask. I'll tell you <laughs> the most common phrase at the R and T. Clean me up a bit. <laughs> oh, I thought it was I'm going to put it on my hydro flask. <laughs> oh. uh, you don't take your hydro flask in a place like that. Come on. <laughs> See, this, this is what happens when we drink on the show. This is exactly. What happens. <laughs> I know we should do it more often, dude. This is great. <laughs> I'm going to put a keg in here. Oh. <laughs> Again, check out uh, Nate on Twitter at Ring Skirts. Also on Instagram at Ring Skirts as well. Can't wait to see you in Philadelphia, by the way. Be there. Hell Can't wait. Cannot yes. wait. Yeah. We are going to have the most epic Fig Life meetup ever. I've there, heard. There will be explosions. <laughs> Is it going to be like that package that your brother got? basically because that's the only thing we can afford so yeah basically like like i went to the fancy wedding once that had like little star glitter on the table you could put that glitter on the table oh no we'll just shoot people in the face with (laughs) everybody open one of these now 
Watch your eyes. <laughs> Give them goggles. Get them out of bomb goggles or Bret Hart glasses. And <laughs> it's like when the Texas Rangers won the World Series, wearing goggles and just bursting these things in each other's faces. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a hell of a meetup. Oh, I can't wait for this meetup. I'm going to show up with a backpack full of cheesesteaks. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's the way to do it. Uh, Nate, thank you again for being on. Uh, Scott, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 406. Nate, we love you, dude. Hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.